1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Love Hour with Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to our very fifth episode. Before we get started, I want to let y'all know there's been over forty five hundred downloads. We
0: have plate claps.
1: We'll do real claps okay. of our podcast. It was featured in the news and noteworthy section of iTunes for seven seconds. <laughs>
0: It was seven seconds.
1: <laughs> Somebody tweeted it to us, and then we looked. It was, was gone. Medi, Medi K., who sets the podcast up. Shout out to Medi and Damon Collins for setting it up. Uh, and then me and Melissa went and looked, and we couldn't see it. But luckily, he screenshotted it to us, so we were we were very happy to be here. Very very happy to be here. Um, on the podcast. So, again, if you're listening on the YouTube, this is a podcast, and it's available on iTunes, and it's also available on SoundCloud for downloading while you drive to work, while you clean, while you do, you know, work. You're supposed to be working at your job, and you're not. You're listening to the Love Hour with Kev and Liz. We're trying to actually make it an hour, but we...
0: I'm not trying to make it an hour.
1: People have been people have requested. They've been rioting in the streets for it to be an hour. <laughs> should be called the Love Half Hour Plus.
0: It should be... Love
1: Hour-ish. I know. Hashtag Love Hour love cast. We've decided on that yes. much, though. Now, that's one hashtag, Right. Yeah. That's not too. It's not hashtag love hour hashtag half love cast. No, I not It's hashtag love hour love, hour, love, love, love cast, one continuous hashtag. C si,
0: senor.
1: See si, senor. Okay, so again, thank you guys for downloading the podcast and listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. We put our own money up to make it available on SoundCloud. We did. Yes, fifteen dollars a month, actually.
0: We need to do an episode on money issues. We
1: do because I didn't <laughs> tell this about it. I told you. First, it was $6 because, remember, it's free yeah, up until see, six hours. What
0: you, do. you just bring stuff up like very generally and then come to find out you done committed.
1: I actually haven't paid yet, but when we upload this okay, one, next, I will have it, to next pay. Next
0: episode, Love our Love Cast. <laughs> Being transparent and honest and clear with your money.
1: Listen, when I get into something, I'm all the way in. That's if it requires weird. money, I'm trying to buy new microphones. I'm trying to buy a studio. I want it to be the best Love Hour, Love Cast. I compare our podcast to... The professional podcasters in the world.
0: They got professional podcasters' monies.
1: Yes. But if you believe in the, in the things coming, amen.
0: Uh, no, don't try churchy me.
1: Hot dirrebo ish kataye zanzibar. Aladdin <laughs> Jafar Rafiki. All right. Let's get to today's topic, which is jealousy. Dun dun dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. It's my right to get jealous. Before we start, Melissa loves this Nick Jonas Jealous song. I do love this song. Okay, so we're in a group chat with me, her, Shar, and Sharice, which are our good friends. We have a constant group chat going. <laughs> We've been friends for years now. We've had an iChat group message for like four years now. Yeah, that's legit. That's legit. So Nick Jonas releases uh, Jealous and then a magazine cover... <laughs> Of him in his draws with abs, <laughs> and Melissa, my lovely wife, shares this in the group chat. Like y'all seen Nick Jonas with the emoji eyes? Y'all know the emoji eyes that look to the left or is it to the right? They look to the left. Yeah. And I was jealous that she liked Nick Jonas. Jealous. <laughs> I do
0: like the
1: song. No, 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 no. You liked his abs too. No,
0: I was just. Did y'all see emoji eyes? Did you? See? I don't
1: want you to. Yeah, s-
0: but I didn't I, do it in a separate group chat.
1: I need you to do it in a separate yeah, group chat. Yeah, but track.
0: I want you to know that I'm just.
1: I don't want to know how you feel about Nick Jonas. I don't want like as... Nick
0: Jonas.
1: Why you pick that picture? Then could have been a headshot because
0: shot. it was a throwback to um, Marky Mark.
1: I don't want you to think about <laughs> Nick Jonas in that way. I want you to think about him as the dumb little brother of the other Jonases. Not sexually, he came, he came out. Not that come out. Not that there's anything wrong with that. there is something wrong with that. Not that there's anything... <laughs> we're not gonna be politically correct. <laughs> but um, I was jealous.
0: I didn't know that. I
1: wasn't really jealous. But what if I were to put a picture of, I don't know, sexy celebrity X in the chat like, yo, did you see this new song with this girl in a bikini body? How would you feel? I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't do it out of respect and love Bye. and adoration. No, 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 because now you... Using... The...
0: Why are you going to blast me on the...
1: Because on the we keeps it 100 emoji on the podcast. Bye. We keeps it 100 emoji Bye. in red font in red on phone. the podcast, on the Why love are you cast.
0: Via... I chat.
1: Because I'm, I'm too connected to cell phones. <laughs> All right, so we're starting about jealousy. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with a question from one of our lovely listeners, and the question is: um, Is certain are certain amounts of jealousy good for a relationship? I think it
0: should be. Is a certain amount of jealousy good
1: for a relationship? Okay. Is a certain amount of jealousy good for a relationship? Is any amount of jealousy an automatic sign of insecurity, distrust, or possessiveness? Or does it show that you care? Example, I remember you talked about a story where someone wrote on your wife's Facebook and you low-key snapped on them. Yes, rest in peace, heart eyes. <laughs> heart eyes. Somebody thought I was saying heart eyes. Yes, yeah, so people my job too. Heart eyes. You know I got a list. The emoji. Emoji heart, heart. eyes. Yeah. I thought that was kind of weird, but my lady thinks it's cool. So list, there, is there a certain amount of jealousy that's good for a relationship? Take it away.
0: Okay, so I do think that a certain amount of jealousy is good in a relationship. Obviously, a healthy amount. Is Nick good. Jonas, um, no jealousy. He call it call it passive or aggressive. I still <laughs> get jealous. Uh, he might be a little bit overboard jealous. Um, so what we did, or what I did, was looked up the definition of jealous because that's always the thing that I do. Yes. Um, and the definition is. Um, jealousy is a, an emotion that typically refers to negative thoughts and feelings of insecurity, fear, and anxiety over an anticipated loss of something of great personal value. So we decided that we think that there are two types of jealousy, or jealousy, or jealousy is born of two emotions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we think that there's jealousy born from love. Mm-hmm. um as an example the jealousy that god feels over us and then there's jealousy born from insecurity right so um we're gonna give no where do we want to go you want to do story time
1: story time story time we're gonna give you an example of jealousy from our own relationship and on the love cast we we'll could keep it 100 we share the good parts but there has been Bad parts. So There's been rough patches, and we share them so that people may learn and grow. Amen. Amen. So, uh, oh, this was years ago now. This was probably less than, f- probably were less, I don't even think JoJo was born yet. Less than five years of marriage. No. Yeah. Uh, I want, it was Blackberries when Blackberries were in. I know this. Um, let's see, Zay, Zay and JoJo are eight and six. This is prior to Facebook. Prior to us being on Facebook, I Why should you say sh- it don't matter the time. I'm trying to know. I'm trying to set the set the record straight. Oh, okay. I want people to know that I was young at this time. That's so I can so they don't get Did mad you at me. Say you were young. I was young in our marriage. It's less than five years for sure, because it, it's been a while. But anyway, this is prior to Facebook or any social media. I mean, I think MySpace was around, but people didn't chat as much on MySpace. I didn't. We didn't use MySpace that much.
0: No, BlackBerry Messenger. Just, this is the time frame. BlackBerry Messenger was hot. It
1: was the hottest thing that was social media so at the time i was working at the bank and um this is when i had the uh when we did the plays the play you know uh cgp plays with jason and anthony so i had a lot of blackberry messenger friends jay and and basically people from high school people from the plays everybody and of course just like we do now in social media to pass the time i would chat with everybody like Everybody, I would chat with Liz, two, Jay, and, and females from the play. One particular female that I chatted too much with was a girl from high school. I never dated, but I did like mm-hmm. in high school. did like her. She was on... Um,
0: Background on us. Kevin and I were um, friends before we dated. And we used to... Um, we were friends. So we, he, I knew he liked the girl... Because we were friends and we talked about it in high school um, at the time.
1: Yes. I never told the girl outright in high school. I think I might have tried to get at her one time and was rejected. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, prior to me elicit dating, I talked to her. This is why it was difficult for me to almost date her. Is because I had talked to her so much about, um, about girls that I liked. And uh, so, things like that. So, anyway. Um, I talked to this particular girl every day. I talked to a lot of my friends all the time. And I talked to her all the time, too. And nothing, nothing inappropriate. It wasn't any like we're about, you know, I should meet you here and cheat on my wife. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, it was just too much conversation with someone other than my wife. Uh, that's not, you know, a male friend. And how I knew it was too much is, um, I don't remember how you, you I don't remember exactly how you found out. I think you grabbed my phone.
0: I don't know. We've always back, going back to the other podcast, I've always had access to Kev's phone. I'm never really a snooper. And actually, I don't remember either, quite honestly. I didn't have a BlackBerry, so I could have been. You did, you did. No, because I wasn't very familiar with BlackBerry Messenger.
1: Oh, you had a razor. Yeah. You had a razor at the the time.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I I, really don't
1: know. You did. Okay. So I know this thing. Lisa doesn't remember this, but I remember it very vividly. Um, We have plays in Seattle. And we lived in Tacoma. Seattle was about a 45-minute drive, 45 minutes to an hour drive. So, Lissa, um, um, I think it was a baby, so you weren't coming to the plays as much. The first go-around, you did everything. Mm-hmm. But we were going to do a play, and the girl was in it. So, we carpooled. So, I drove, and there was a friend of mine, two males, two females, me, my male friend, a female friend, and the girl in question. And um, the next day... I got out the shower and Lissa was like livid mad. She threw my phone at me. She was like, Why are you having these conversations? And I looked at my phone and the, um, and it was, she had left her wallet in my, in my, she thought she had left her wallet in my car and she had told me that it was a black Kenneth Cole and she said thanks. And Lissa thought that I was complimenting her on her perfume and she was telling me that it was black Kenneth Cole. And she was thanking me for the compliment. Like, she is just so mad. She didn't even scroll up. She just read Black Kenneth cold.
0: Mind you, I don't remember this. No, because totally. you, you
1: were so full of rage no, that you blacked no, out.
0: This is what I do remember of this scenario. What I remember is looking at your text and seeing... Uh, or maybe this was after that. I don't exactly remember. But it was like, no thank you. No good morning. No... Yes, you're right. something like that. That was
1: separate. That was okay. a separate one.
0: Okay. And I felt like... Well, how, how much are you texting this girl? That she's literally like, I haven't heard from you in a while. You haven't said good morning to me. I feel like that's interview. There's no person you should be talking to that much, especially of the opposite sex. Where if you don't say hi to her for a day or two days, she's like, "What's going on? You haven't said good morning." Like whatever, whatever, whatever the terminology was. I just feel like that's inappropriate. Right. And so yes jealousy was there and i'm not generally speaking a very jealous person but that was like at this
1: time she was even less of a jealous person yeah like she's still not really but she's even less i should tell the porn star story as a quick digression uh porn star followed me on twitter and was like yo i and like porn star tiffany xxx or something was her name and mind you so melissa is logged into my twitter on her phone so she can switch back and forth and she saw it. She was like, This porn star follows you. And I was like, I'm dead. Like, I'm so dead. And she wasn't even tripping. I was like, How are you mad about other stuff? And you're not mad at this porn star. And she was like, At least I know what I'm getting with the porn star. Yeah. Like, I know what she's about.
0: And porn stars are porn stars. They're not like necessarily hoes, though. Can I say hoes?
1: H E A U X. Okay. I don't know what to say. <laughs>
0: But there's no FCC for our podcast. They just do that on their job. They're probably like...
1: So do prostitutes. Yeah. They just do that for their job, yeah. but they are technically hoes.
0: But they're probably not like hoish if they're not getting paid.
1: <laughs> a prostitute's <laughs> job, by definition, is a hoe. <laughs> I don't think there's... A, I, think, I think most of America would agree that if porn started I star,
0: disagree. <laughs> but I'm saying if money's not on the table... She's probably not, like, just willing. That's like, exactly what a hoe does, though. Like, no, if there's no money. No, a prostitute is a prostitute. She's getting paid. Right. A hoe is just a hoe.
1: Oh, you mean like a hoe, not a prostitute hoe? Yeah. You mean like a girl that sleeps around? Yeah. A girl or guy that sleeps yeah. around? Okay, okay. So you're thinking a porn star is not a, not a hoe like that? She has class only when the cameras are on.
0: I mean, not class, but at least she got, like, some scruples to say, am I getting paid? Well, then am i am not interested? A hoe is just, like... What, anytime, anyplace,
1: boo. They might be getting paid, too, in purses and STDs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So, anyway, um, so what happened was Melissa was like, look, this is too much. This is inappropriate. I want you to cut it off with this girl. And I was like, absolutely. There was no hesitation. You agree? No, I agree.
0: I agree with
1: that. Absolutely. No aggressions. Actually, here's what happened. You said cut it off. And I just cut it off. I didn't say anything to her. Yeah. And then she texts back, Hey, what's going on? Haven't heard from you in a while. Okay. And that's when you were like, I thought I told you to cut it off. And I was like, I haven't talked to her. Mm-hmm. And you were like, No. Mm-hmm. I need you to cut it off. Say it's cut off. You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So then I told her, I was like, Look, my wife got my phone. She ain't happy with what we you know, the amount of time we've been talking. I can't talk to you no more.
0: I will agree with that.
1: I, I can't talk to you no more. Immediately. Because I'm like, look, I'm not going to lose this good, clean, clean marriage with the one with good credit. Shut up. Fantastic <laughs> credit. No, so anyway, so when I told her that, then the girl went crazy. This is when I really, oh, you know what else I forgot? I'm going to tell you this part in a second too. So then she got really mad. This is why single women can't have friends yeah. because married women always, you know, overdoing stuff and thinking there's more than there really is. And I was like, you can say everything you want to say. She quit the play. She had moved from Washington. Yeah. That's when I realized uh, this was too much. And mind you, still wasn't super sexual or nothing like that or sexual at all. But here's when I knew there was a problem. Actually, here's when my friends knew it was a problem. This is the first thing you really got mad at. Uh, I had a birthday party. And back in Washington, I always had birthday parties, and it was pretty much the same thing every year. I would have a party at my house. We would have a potluck, invite all my friends over. Everybody would bring food. We would often watch Floyd Mayweather fight, or we would just do karaoke and play games. This particular year was the same year this was going on, and everybody bought, like, spaghetti. There was girls, other people from the play that came. They brought, like, spaghetti and, like, chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Some of our friends from church, female friends. And this girl baked a cake. And I remember Aunt pulling me outside and he was like...
0: No, time out. You got to tell the whole story. What happened was she baked the cake and came in and was like, I baked this cake and burned it.
1: I know. No, no. I was going to oh, say that. Okay. I was going to say that part. She baked the cake and burned her arm.
0: No, she burned the cake and went back to the store and bought all new ingredients and remade the cake. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot that part.
1: And she had a burn on her arm.
0: I didn't know about no burn
1: on her arm. So, Aunt pulled me aside when she came and was like, N-word, are you crazy? Mm. And I was like, what? He was like, you have a girl bringing a cake on your birthday that she baked? Not that she picked up from Safeway. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, here's a you know a little stupid cake for nine bucks. And I was like, what's the big deal? I was like, you know, Andrea bought, you know, we saw Andrea at church today. Yeah. Andrea bought spaghetti, I remember. And she but was you're like. saying
0: names to the store, you can't do
1: that. Okay, sorry. She brought spaghetti. This person brought chicken. Nobody brings a cake. Did you not realize no one else brought any dessert that didn't bake? And I was like. Oh, man, I'm done. And that night, Lissa was livid. That's when you really began. It wasn't the phone. It was that. Oh. And then you looked through my phone. And then it was, you know, like, oh. Because you need to say, why is this girl bringing yeah. you a cake? And you held it cool throughout the whole party. I did. I knew you was going to be mad, but you held it. And then as soon as the last person left and you locked the door, you was like, what is this? Can y'all imagine <laughs> me doing ratchet hands? Um So anyway, so we bring that story up to say that. um
0: That was it jealous born of what, Ken? That was
1: jealousy born out of... um Insecurity? In- well, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't know. Is that really insecurity? Because
0: well, I, I think it, okay. So we're saying there's two types of insecurity. I mean, two types of jealousy, jealousy Yeah. To go back. So we're saying there's love, jealousy born out of love, which we believe to be reactive. We didn't say this, Yes. which means when there's an actual threat of the loss of your loved one or something right. of great value, then you react. And right. there's jealousy born of insecurity, which is suspicious where there's no real threat or evidence of a threat, right? And you go snooping and looking,
1: right? So was that suspe- so? Probably the first time. That's around, reactive, then.
0: The first one, yes. Then when when you said I went through your phone, that was obviously suspicious, right?
1: So you take a person who's not jealous, then you give her a reason to be jealous with reactive jealous. and that you know you know triggers suspicious jealousy. Mm-hmm. Now, and then it, it it took years. And you know what absolutely hurt? Your parents got divorced after that.
0: Yeah.
1: And that, you know, created yeah, like
0: yeah.
1: even more suspicious jelly because you're like, man, this happened to my mom and dad and this happened in my marriage. Now you take a person who was not jealous before who is now. And this carried over when I used to do stand-up comedy mm-hmm. because in stand-up comedy. The girls all got dressed like they had to work the street after at least we're going to the club. And I, I, don't, you know, I, I, think without these circumstances, you might not have cared as much. You would have cared, but not cared as much. So, um, so I would just go stand in the green room, do my show, leave, you know, to help. So over time, it came, uh, um, hap- it, it, it calmed down. But I think a lot of times in relationships, people have suspicious jealousy that's not born out of anything. I agree. It, in, unless it's like, I think a lot of times it's born out of previous relationships. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean?
0: Or maybe something there's a, an obvious case of like mistrust there. So right. maybe that I don't trust you because of something else. And so it leads me to this jealousy that is born of my own insecurity. It's very suspicious. Right. Looking for something. And I was going to say something just to go back really quickly, because one thing I think is very, very, very important. And maybe some of the listeners may have caught on to is that when I was feeling this way, Kev didn't fight and argue with me to maintain this friendship. And I think that's really important because uh, when you protect what... If you protect a friendship more than you value and protect your marriage, that is going to ignite suspicion even more. Yeah, There should be no relationship more important than your relationship with your spouse, than your marriage. And so if there truly is nothing going on, I do believe that it is the responsibility of the spouse to, to break it off. And you really should have no problem with that. I don't care if you guys have been friends for 50, you know, 50, 11 years. It is your responsibility to protect that relationship and honor the way that your, your spouse feels and cut that relationship off. Otherwise, they are going to start to believe that there is something going on. And from that experience, one of the things that I kind of um, developed is this theory of protecting what's valued simply because it's valuable. Right. to include your relationship. So I give the example, if you have jewelry, if you have uh, some type of collectible item that's rare, if you have some type of shoes, whatever it is in your house that you can pinpoint that's valuable, you protect it because it's, because of its inherent valuable nature. Maybe you put it in a security box. Maybe you uh, pad it around with stuff. Uh, whatever you do to ensure it doesn't get broken to ensure that it doesn't get tampered with, to ensure that there is no outside force that can penetrate it and, and decrease the value of it. And I feel like that's the same with your relationship. Whether whatever outside forces there are, your relationship has to be protected from. And je- that's a healthy sense of jealousy to me. When I feel that there's a threat coming in, I my jealous nature pulls up and says, hold on, hold on, this is valuable to me. And I need to protect it. And I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do in order to protect it. And if that means cutting off this friendship, cutting off whatever it is in order to protect this, then that is what I am willing to do. And that is something I believe you should do. I, I have an example with my sister. Um, she had a friend that she was talking to. It was kind of the same situation as me and Kev, but the opposite. And... um Her husband, and they were fiancé at the time, was like, I really don't like this relationship, basically. You know, I want you to cut it off. My sister came to me and was like, but there's nothing going on. I really feel like he's being ridiculous. And I told her, you have to cut it off. If there's really nothing going on, you have to show your husband that our relationship means more to me than this friendship over here. Because the fact of the matter is, eventually, in one day, keep living, the tables will turn. Mm -hmm. And he'll have a relationship or a friendship or whatever that you won't like. For whatever reason, for a perceived danger or unreal perceived danger, you know, threat to the relationship. And you're going to want him to cut it off. And you want to be and you don't want him to be able to say, I want you to cut that off. And you didn't. So I'm going to keep this. Not saying that that's right. But that is something that happens.
1: Yeah, that's what people do.
0: That's what people do. And keep I think that.
1: it's a, we've seen in a lot of relationships with our friends outside of your sister uh, where people are like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm going to continue to talk to this person because they're not doing anything wrong, right. and all that does is is breed more mistrust.
0: Absolutely, because now you're and saying more suspicion,
1: more suspicion. You're saying two things, really. Um, I don't value you enough. This is what your your, your, your partner or spouse is hearing. I don't value you enough to acknowledge your feelings, mm-hmm. and two, um, go ahead and 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 feel more jealous because. I'm going to keep doing Doing it. You know what I mean? And then what happens is, and here's how you lead this, here's how jealousy can lead you down a slippery slope, right? Maybe it was born out of nothing at first. Next thing you know, you're confiding in the person. You know, my wife was tripping about this, man. I was talking to her and the other person, most of the time, they're going to be like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you start making your spouse, you know, you you know, start uh, belittling your spouse to the person. And then it's like, you know, man, maybe we should meet... Like, I can see how that... Y- you can go down that slippery slope path towards, um, you know, anything. But But if you have no trust, like if your spouse didn't have a reason to trust you and then they bring it to you and you disrespect their... You disregard their feelings, now they think, okay, there's something really going on. Right. Because they're fighting me on this.
0: Why are they fighting me on it?
1: And now when you're texting anybody... Your spouse is like. I wonder if he's texting this girl. He's out of town. Is he meeting this girl? Is and she flying out? And that
0: suspicion becomes unhealthy.
1: Then you're unhealthy. And you
0: become neurotic about it, and you become snoopy about it, and all these other things start happening because you didn't protect him in in the beginning protect that relationship, your marriage in the beginning.
1: Absolutely, and I and and, and not to my credit, but just to show you how how seriously I take my my marriage. When I cut it off with that girl, that was it for life mm-hmm. like there was you know no social media no no, nothing and i also didn't generate any other relationships like that right uh with anybody else luckily um there was social media like i'm not talking like i don't think we're saying that you shouldn't talk to anyone no. ever right? right but you know social media kind of on the walls of facebook and things like that you, you that's th- that stuff you can see but, um, you know, there, there's another part where you have like business relationships. People are emailing you. Since I did like heed to Lissa's request. Then it wasn't, she, you know, I didn't give that, you know, little monster any fuel to become a big monster. Right. Because then it could have made my life. Because I still had to do plays. I still had to call females and tell them about rehearsal. We still had to carpool. Like, I could have been the guy who's was like, no, girls can ride in my car because, you know, my wife be tripping. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. And there's situations where I just, you know, I remember I was like, can you take this girl home? And I was like, I cannot on my own. You know, if my boy rides with me, then we can take her home. Then I'll bring him back to get, you know what I mean? Because you just don't want... Any appearance of, um, you know, evil or wrongdoing. Or you don't want to give your your partner cause to be jealous. Because there's plenty of people out there who are jealous for no good reason. And they drive their partner either away, drive them crazy, or they drive them to think or to do the thing that they're afraid of them doing. And it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a certain amount of jealousy that's healthy. And if a person's not jealous enough, that can make your partner mad. Can't it not? I agree. Story time for Liz now.
0: So I have one story. <laughs>
1: don't don't act like you're in trouble and your parents no, told you to, no, to apologize and you, you don't to want be, to apologize. No,
0: you're about to be in trouble. Because I have one story where um, I worked for the Boeing Company. And this is kind of just the opposite in where I felt like Kev should have been jealous and he wasn't. So I work for the Boeing Company and um, there was this guy on the floor and he was like hitting on me or whatever and at first it was fine not fine like i was taking it but fine like where i felt like i can control it or whatever and so it went from that to and you know i'm telling kev every day you know this this happened that happened that happened and then it went from that to the guy saying um i wore a dress it was like a sundress to work and he's shout out to sundresses though whatever and he was like, it looks like, um, what did he say? Girl, You... uh I can do a FOD check on you. FOD check on you, that's what he said. So in the aerospace world, there's this term called FOD, F-O-D, and it stands for Foreign Object Debris. And what happens is at the end of every shift, uh the next crew goes onto the aircraft and they check for any foreign objects. Make sure you didn't leave anything that could compromise the integrity of the airplane, a pin cap, um a necklace if you wore jewelry like anything like that it could slip in the wrong place and compromise the integrity of the plane so everybody does a FOD check so you understand that you're like checking the crevices of the plane doing a deep deep search and so to say girl you I, you make me want to do a FOD check of you in that dress was like sexual harassment is what I felt like he's about like. to get
1: knocked out right now so, so about to I was have it like to...
0: so like I don't even know the right word where you feel like ashamed,
1: dirty and violated and then
0: angry at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like, Oh my God. Shangry, I, wa- I
1: think is the word. Shut
0: up. I feel like I want to like cover my body and punch you at the same time. Like that's <laughs> how I felt. It was just so like, I don't know. I never really felt like that. So anyway, I like immediately go upstairs and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't, can't believe this happened. And I don't know if I told Kev right away or maybe later on that night. Um, After work, and he was like, so cool about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I was cool about it. You didn't
0: say nothing that led me to believe that you also thought that this was inappropriate and on the verge of sexual harassment, and that you should be like outright upset and go march around my building and scream for his resignation and retirement (laughs) immediately.
1: But that, because of the former situation where I got mad.
0: Yeah, but Be that free. wasn't jealousy.
1: That was protective anger, though. Tell that story, too, so that people understand so what I'm coming from. So, there's another
0: story, and then we're going to end story time because we're just going to go back and forth. Stupid. So, <laughs> there was
1: another myself. story.
0: I f- first started at my job, and um, I didn't know this guy very well. Okay. And so, he sends me this email in all capital letters. Okay, so you already know. All capital letters means you're fussing, like you're angry. You're yelling at me. And it says, just do it. When I tell you, I was so mad. Like, I was hot. I was like, this is so disrespectful. Why would you? I don't even know you like that. I'm not your little gopher. You can't just tell me to just do it in all cap, No explanation. No LOL. No nothing. That's all it says? Like, no. That's not cool. So I tell Kev, and he's about ready to blow up the building. Yes. I'm about to him and my brother-in-law. I'm about to go up there right now. Yeah, Kev, you need to go up there right. I'm like, are you serious? Come, you can't come to my place of work and like tell this guy off. And I, that's something I can handle. And I did. I went, told him, hey, this how I felt. He apologized, and he's real cool people now because I know how he is. Because he
1: knew he was about to get knocked out. No,
0: but I feel like that's a different. That wasn't even jealousy. That was just outright like overbearing, overprotective husband mode. Not like. This is totally disrespectful. This is totally sexual harassment and I should be outraged that this is happening.
1: You see, men, how you can have the wrong the right response to the wrong situation Absolutely. and the wrong response to the right situation. So me saying, Okay, let me not get as mad as I did the first Mind
0: you, time. This is years later. Well, it's
1: the same type of thing. Let me not get as mad as I did the first time and by not getting mad as I did the first time, I now don't care enough.
0: You know why God said it's not good for man to be alone? Why? Because men are dumb. (laughs) Those do not relate to each other. (laughs) I did
1: not think that's what you were going to say. Y'all
0: don't know nothing. At all. You know nothing because that makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. How you correlated these two together. And they're not even the same circumstance.
1: They're both at work. Both men saying stuff that they shouldn't have said. One had to do with FOD I didn't know what FOD meant That's why I wasn't upset <laughs> I was didn't like I did not know what FOD you meant I We never talked about FOD I didn't get on the plane I didn't have walkthroughs You didn't
0: know what FOD was
1: I like. seriously didn't know what FOD meant I seriously didn't know uh,
0: This whole conversation was a revelation to you
1: I did not know what a FOD meant
0: This whole time up until right now Or at the time of the story At the
1: right? time of the story When I first didn't get mad I didn't know I don't, honestly don't remember knowing until right now Cause I'm like, oh, this this dude said FOD. You're gonna FOD check. Like now, I'm like, but I didn't know what that meant at the time. Oh my God. You know how many acronyms Boeing had? How am I, I supposed to know an acronym from your side of the company? I feel
0: Like I told you this before.
1: I don't remember. I'm I don't remember. Sure no, did. I'm almost I certain. Sure I have a really good memory. No, you
0: don't have a really.
1: I have a great no, memory. You, you have the bad no, memory. And
0: I admit I have a bad memory, but when I remember stuff, I remember it accurately.
1: I don't you remember knowing don't what a FOD was. Oh my goodness. Because basically, he said I, I I should fill you up
0: exactly right
1: but that didn't connect with me the first time you said that
0: so now are you mad
1: now i'm like i want (laughs) to kill him i want and also the mr billy guy at the bank
0: mr billy was
1: but sim he used to compliment you a lot
0: but mr no he was trying to get overdraft fees reversed. but
1: he used to compliment you a lot and did you tell me that i overreacted to mr billy did I? Yes.
0: Yeah, because Mr. Bill... Because I feel so like- two
1: of the three times... The two times I overreacted, I was okay. wrong. The one time I didn't overreact, I was wrong. So, men, all you can do is be wrong. <laughs> if you have learned nothing else, no matter what you do, you are going to be wrong. When you overreact, you're wrong. When you underreact, you should have overreacted. So, overreact every time, and 50% of the time, you'll be right. But if you try to guess which one you're wrong, you'll be 100% wrong Every single time. You
0: should know based off my response. You should react how I react. I was so upset with that dude that you should just match my reaction. I was never. Mr. Billy was just a little. But mad. I was
1: mad about that. He was like, you want to ride on my motorcycle? <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm like, no. no.
0: That wasn't Mr. Billy. That was the white dude.
1: Oh, now there's another person.
0: You know about
1: him. I don't know about no white dude. <laughs> See, now there's both races. We got I had one instance You got four instances You got sundress You got sundresses going on We're gonna have to turn this microphone off And really deal with some issues in our marriage That have (laughs) yet to be dealt with Melissa's had a thousand people hitting on her every day of her Uh, life What's going on at your job now? Is somebody hitting on in Spanish? Is somebody saying arriba, arriba? Arriba,
0: arriba
1: Los frijoles? I don't know Somebody look at your beans (laughs) Sundresses are the truth though Moral of the story, guys. Always (laughs) overreact. You're better off having her calm you down. You know what it reminds me of? This morning, Melissa put on an outfit today, and she had a pair of black shoes and a pair of blue shoes. This does not correlate. This does correlate because you're always wrong. (laughs) The man that is. Kev, which shoe looks better, black or blue? I say black. She says, I needed you to say blue. (laughs) Again. Had I said blue? You know what? Black is where it's at. They ask you. So she didn't really want my opinion. She just wanted me to confirm her feelings, which is the same thing with those men. You just want me to confirm your feelings. You want me to feel the same.
0: to match my, my
1: reaction. And feel the exact way you feel about the clothes you wear and the way you respond to guys.
0: You just forced that to make
1: sense. I need to read you and make sure. So how do we help people with the amount of jealousy that is right and healthy and the amount that is wrong and unhealthy?
0: First, recognize where the jealousy is born. Right. Is it born out of love, which is a healthy amount of jealousy, which is more like protection. Right. And I do think that is healthy. And I do think there is such thing as healthy jealousy because yes. it is there. Because it's born of the fear of loss of something of great personal value. And your relationship and your spouse should be something of great personal value.
1: Right. And the reason I think people get upset when you don't feel jealous when they think you should is because if they feel like you don't care. Yeah. Like, if this person does that, you should be upset.
0: Right.
1: And if you don't, that means maybe you don't value me like I thought you valued me. Right. So that's the healthy part.
0: Right. And then the unhealthy jealousy is born out of insecurity and um it now let me ask you something a, a suspicion
1: is that insecurity within yourself like maybe i don't feel worthy enough to have them or insecurity in your relationship where i don't trust you enough or trust people i don't trust you to defend your relationship or do you think it's a combination of both i
0: think it can be a combination of one both either it, i think it depends on circumstance but do you a feel person like- can be insecure And thereby, they're projecting projecting that onto you. Right. You know, they could be insecure in the relationship because of mistrust. Right. Um, They could be insecure just of, you know, just mistrusting the spouse altogether. Mm -hmm. And that brings on suspicion. So it could be any combination. It could be because I distrust you because of things you've done in the past that makes me insecure. And therefore, I am now just suspicious of everything you do. Right.
1: And I think it also can be. From previous relationships, stuff that happens that starts oh, to look yeah. familiar, smell familiar, yeah. you know, when be- right before John cheated on me, he did this, now you doing this, even okay. though you might have totally and different intentions.
0: unhealthy jealousy.
1: I feel like because, that happens more often, though.
0: Yeah, I'm sure on, there is unhealthy jealousy more often than there is healthy jealousy. Because of insecurity And so you do have to recognize the difference And don't subject your partner To things that your previous What's that music? Um, previous to? cats yeah, previous I'm
1: cats. not Steven oh, Anthony yeah. Even Lee or Ivan Dang girl I've been right there for you Since day one So where is all this coming from? See cause I'm not to blame For the pain That was caused by previous
0: cats
1: Previous that's, really one right That's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my favorite songs. But I think that happens so often. I think we're we avoided that because we dated so young mm-hmm. that we didn't have like any seriously oh, previous yeah, relationships. Okay, yeah, yeah. I but I think mean. the older you are, you know if you're 30, you're 25, you've had like heartbreak more than, you know, yeah. you know 40, 50, the older you are the more, you know, previous relationship kind of material you have to go with and sometimes you were wrong and the other people were wrong but if people start doing the same thing i guarantee you and it's it's nearly like how do you not bring that in? i think that's a whole nother podcast somebody asked us a question we'll deal with that in depth later but i think uh, a lot of this unhealthy jealousy comes from previous relationship baggage that is brought in
0: Absolutely, i
1: think I you just that. protect yourself
0: yeah
1: from the same pain and hurt that you don't want to feel before before we uh, end...
0: Oh, wait, you should go back. So the whole oh. point was, I hope we answered... Um, oh, the question. Yeah, the question was, is there a certain amount of jealousy in a relationship that's uh, healthy? I think or we answered that. We, yeah, we yeah. did. We did.
1: We did. And the, uh,
0: so we do think that there is a certain amount of jealousy in a relationship that can be good and is healthy.
1: The reactive part that's born out of love and protecting... The valuables of your relationship. The part that's unhealthy is the part that's born out of suspicion and insecurity that's unfounded.
0: Yes.
1: If a person has cheated on you before, like this person you're in the relationship with before, then there, there's a certain amount of suspicion that, that they, you know, brought on themselves. But a person before in your relationship has cheated on you or whatever, and now you're upset with the new person, that's unhealthy jealousy. Yeah. And before we answer our last question, uh, that's just a hypothetical for fun. I want to remind you, if you want us to talk about certain things, email us. Dear Kevin Liss, and the email address is kevonstage at gmail.com. It can be a topic idea, it can be a question, it can be a hypothetical question that we love to end the show with. Dear Kevin Liss, um, to kevonstage at gmail.com. You guys' questions have a big part of our podcast, mm-hmm. sí, si, señorita. Sí,
0: si,
1: señor. So, uh, and also, you can, this is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and sponsor. This, po- this podcast is brought to you by no one <laughs> just yet, but soon it will be brought to you by somebody, and we'll mention them in the beginning, middle of the show. <laughs> so, our hypothetical question for today is: If you had, what's the first thing you would do if you won fifty thousand dollars? Without paying the lottery. Because we don't believe in gambling. Amen.
0: <laughs> I play the lottery every day at work. Do you? Like once a week. I mean I just put in with the group. It's just something fun for morale.
1: So just because sin is present. You just oh, follow. For morale because sin is for morale.
0: Sin is for morale.
1: Sin is for morale. Mm hmm. Explain. I don't have a good explanation. <laughs> it just sounded like a churchy thing to say. It did. If I got $50,000. I'd like to say I'd pay off debt. But the first thing mm. I would do. Is buy a really expensive cruise vacation for the four of us. I'm talking twenty two day world transatlantic cruise.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I can't even think of the second thing I would do because I spent so much money on the cruise. (laughs) And then I get some plastic surgery to have abs put in, so that I can continue to eat what I want and not have to eat all this kale and hummus. What would you do, Liz?
0: Fifty thousand dollars? I'll put it in the bank and take a picture.
1: That's not fun at all.
0: Fifty thousand dollars is a lot, but not really.
1: No, it's not. I mean, it is a lot, but I mean, it's a it lot as far as a
0: lump sum is. Right. But it's not really a lot of money. So what
1: if it was five hundred thousand?
0: Okay, now 500, I would still take a picture. <laughs> I just have not frame it.
1: I would probably, if I got 500,000.
0: I would quit my job immediately.
1: Would you cuss people I'll out?
0: Upon receipt, I would.
1: Once you deposit and take the picture, you go right to your job?
0: Absolutely. See this here? Consider this picture <laughs> my 24 hour notice. But I'm not going to be here tomorrow. You could just put in a sick day. Ah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't quit my job.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I really love my job.
0: Oh, look at you. I really love my job.
1: <laughs> I would pay off, you know, my, I don't think i pay off my house.
0: I'm trying to get rid of that house. Anybody, Anybody off my interested student loan, to buy the house? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. We're just playing right
1: now. Pay off my student loans. I would give to the church. Don't forget that. Yes, we tithe the yes. offering. Don't I know the same people? They didn't even tithe. Y'all didn't. Y'all didn't bring it to the storehouse. If you win the lottery, are you supposed to tithe? You shouldn't have been lotterying. <laughs> but I guarantee the church is gonna be like, "We gonna, hey Amen. We gonna bless. We're gonna bless the wealth of the rich. Wicked is stored, stored up for up. the righteous. Store it <laughs> up, <laughs> store it up, store up. Watch it all
0: fall out. <laughs> store up, store it up. Just too long. <laughs> go, catch, go.
1: Okay, this has been the Love Our Love Cast. With Kevin and Melissa, we're just having a good time, guys. Talk. We're just having fun. Remember, send your questions to Stage at gmail. Dear Kevin, list, and we will answer them on air. Anything about relationships? Don't be afraid; you can tell us. Do not read my name aloud.
0: Oh yeah, please say that because I wanted to shout out these people, but I don't know if I should. They but didn't the say.
1: They didn't say, "Don't read my name aloud." Generally, people don't want their name read aloud; they usually say it. Oh,
0: Okay. So thank you. So should I say? It? Oh, so thank you, John and Alicia, for the question. They sent actually quite a few questions, and we really appreciate you sending them in. And thank you for this um, question. We thought it was good, and we answered it. So send out send your questions. If you don't want your name read aloud, please uh, say so, because I, I do want to shout you out for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions, John and Alicia.
1: Thank you guys so much. We have had a fantastic time, and we love you. And we'll see you next week. Fade in DJ Kevy Kev on the ones and two Couple skate right now Grab your lady